All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell yet again. It's me, Lady Ada, and Mr. Lady Ada hosting the next 25 minutes of Makers, Crafters, Engineers, and more around the world. Coming by, showing us what they're up to. Uh, we're here till about 7.55, so you're welcome to join on StreamYard. Go to Discord, or for Discord, to get uh, the invite link if you don't have it. And uh, we're just going to check in with everybody, and then we'll be on to Ask Engineer. We have a parade of guests this week. Literally. Uh, speaking of, um, here's the DigiKey parade, from what I understand. Kevin and Jay, what's going yes. on? on here? The new favorite DigiKey employee here is Jay. I know. And we are literally at a parade. Today is the Thief River Falls parade. So we have our DigiKey employees, the DigiKey truck, and our awesome conveyor belt. Parade float, and it, wow. it's pretty cool because if you look at the float, it looks like our new building. Yeah. And then if yeah. we move move this way really quick. Oh, neat! It it changes, and it if I can get a little further, it's one of our engineers. Oh yeah. Stuff. Thinking hard. Yeah. I know her. <laughs> yeah, you do. That it, it's Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> so this, is, uh, this is what we're doing today. I thought I'd just share it with everybody. It's uh. Of course, it's a beautiful day out here in Minnesota. It's not February. Yeah. So nice out. It's so good Jay to see you, Jay. Up in Minnesota from California all week. Yep, I've been here all week. We've had a good time with him. I'm sure anyone that follows him on social media has seen some pretty some cool posts. Friends are coming together. I'm yeah. Right now, phase three begins tomorrow. Awesome. Outstanding. Oh. All right. Well, I would have told Jay it's it's the J Day parade. I would just been like, it's just for Jay. Um, it is the J Day parade. I think you yeah. should be up on top of the, the float. But this is really everybody. neat. Um, one of the things I've always admired about DigiKey is their involvement with all the social and community uh, things that go on in Thief River Falls. So it's cool to see your employees being in the spotlight. Um, obviously, this is a way for uh, DigiKey to get the word out. They're like advance your career come with us at digikey so this is cool that you're doing this at thief river falls so thanks for uh showing showing other companies all the cool things you can do in your own towns it's always neat to see this yeah absolutely thanks for having us on tonight you know we love show and tell and it's good to see everybody and we'll be yeah soon. i also see in the Maybe background right. another thief river falls company arctic cat so this is the entire yes. th yeah this is this is all this is it yeah there they are. So yeah. This is this is all the celebrity companies of uh, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. All right. Outstanding. Okay, well, good to see you, Jay. Right, good to enjoy. see you, Kevin. Looks beautiful out. All right. Good to see you. You guys Bye -bye. I'm always impressed when outside Wi-Fi works or outside. That's a good internet there. Work. Yeah, I know. That's cool. Okay. River. All right, it's now time for uh, the Jeff Day Parade. Jeff, sorry, got the wrong yeah, button. No, that's that's good. Um, actually, I'm sharing the wrong window because things are going a little bit wrong. But just give me a sec here. It's all good. Uh, we are going to bring up Bonnie. So um, Dan is out this week, and he left me a project which he had completed about ninety five percent. And just uh, today, I was getting it like another 4% closer to the finish line. So I am working with, yeah, get this up in the frame here. This is the ESP32 Feather V2 from Adafruit. And we are just adding support for it in CircuitPython. This is Thawney, which is a really good tool for working with devices that do not have 
uh, USB mass storage that's more often associated with MicroPython. Anyway, I'm going to hit run on this, and it's going to upload the code that you see in the window above. No way. It's going to connect to my network. Well, yeah, maybe no way. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, yes way. Uh, sending Wi-Fi test, run. Oh, wow. It sees some networks, and it's going to do a JSON request, and voila. So a lot of stuff is working now. We've mm. got digital I.O., we've got analog I.O., uh, we've got I2C, which I tested with an AHT20 temperature sensor, uh, and we've got Wi-Fi. The main problem with the Wi-Fi is it only works once until you hit the reset button. So that's the next thing I'm going to work on. But... Uh, this is going really well, uh, thanks to a lot of groundwork laid by uh, Dan, and I've been having fun figuring out the little things that were wrong, and that's what's going on. This is neat. This will allow a lot of people to do a lot of cool projects with, especially the Feather ESP32. Yeah, yeah, this is the first I've used Thani, and I'm picking up some things about it that I'm like, yeah, these are really nice. It's not, you know, it's a little different than the way we are accustomed to doing it, but. It works yeah. really slick. So I, I do think I, I, you know, I used it with the when the Pico um, came out, and I was like, oh, you know what, this is a pretty good editor. I like Moo. There's a lot of things that Moo does mm -hmm. that Donnie doesn't, but vice versa. I think these are two good editors. Yeah, it's got some neat tricks. Choices anyway, so we'll keep working on that, and someday soon, ESP32 is going to be a feature parity with the other Espresso ports, and that's really exciting. Yay. All right, good work. There's Thanks, a Jeff. lot of ESP32 boards too. There are. Right. There. Are, I, I mean, back here there. are I don't know. You get the whole collection. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm going to go to Scott next. If right, that's okay. Scott. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Hey, Scott. Speaking so of CircuitPython. I'm confused such that you should come back to me because my demo is broken. Yeah, that's oh, right. Cool. I was just checking in I on you. I was just going to say hi. I was just seeing how you're doing. Hi. All right. I'm going to go to Noah Pedro. I'm going to Noah Pedro. Noah Pedro. How you guys? Hey, folks. Doing all right. hope my demo doesn't break. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So this week we made an IR LED remote disguised as an owl, or an owl disguised as an IR remote. <laughs> anyway, you can see the IR LEDs being sent, or the, the pulses being sent. That's cool. The camera's kind of neat. We got an LED button. You can program that to... It, well, it could either be like for a transmit signals. So you could do any appliance that has IR LED, uh, IR control like this little lamp thing. So let me see if I can turn it on and off. Oh, oh can't catch it. Oh. There it goes. <laughs> I have Fun. to look right at it. There we go. OK, yeah. so I'm using it for my TV, but I figured I'd do something a little bit smaller than the TV, so I found this thing. Um, you could also do like maybe a fan if it uses IR. Um, the the case has all the electronics in there, so we got our cutie pie. I kind of like it has a little bit of like this 1960s or 70s like tiki lounge look to it. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of like this is our television remote, and mm -hmm. it like does one thing. Does so one thing, but you can yeah. program to do other things. Um, I made a thing in the back so you can get access to it because it's kind of hard to embed the stuff, so that's kind of neat. The case is snap fit, and then we're using a, a Perma Proto so we can take the the Cutie Pie out if we need to reuse it, which is which is helpful with these strip shortages. We just want to be able to get your board out of your project. Um, but yeah, it's all running in CircuitPython. This is a collab project with Liz. She put the code together and helped me uh, kind of decode uh, the IR signals coming out of my remote. Um, so shout out to her. And if folks want to build your own owly hoot hoot uh, mm -hmm. remote, check out the guide. I think it's so cute. Yeah, the the I origin agree. of this, and if anyone can find the project, I don't remember. I wrote about this on like 
I make magazine like over like 10 years ago and I can't, the blog posts that I have on make, they're not searchable anymore. So anyways, um, the, the project I recall was, it was a little IR bird that would yes. capture all the IR signals that it was getting and then it would save them. And then once in a while it would move its head around and then blast awesome. them out kind of randomly. So it would change the channel. It would uh, raise and lower the volume. It would do a lot of neat stuff. So it was kind of a fun prank, but kind of a cute little thing. So uh, bonus extra credit points. If anyone remakes this project uh, from Adafruit, uh, maybe have it do something like that. Like just have it sitting in your living room. Maybe that's a good way to turn off the TV um, or just make uh, the living room a little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you, Noah and Pedro. Oh. All right. It is. Um, next up, I'm gonna see how. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Wanna? You wanna can wait till I'm sharing a window. Okay. Good. Okay. I'll do that. Let's hey, JP. How's it going? Hey. Good. I'm sharing a window. All right. I'm ready to go. Uh, yeah. So first of all, I love that owl, and I want a big obvious button for mute in our home theater area. That would be amazing. Good. Good idea. Um, so this project I'm working on, I, I had been doing some cassette stuff, and now we decided to do a Walkman-based project that doesn't use an old Walkman, but makes a new Walkman uh, out of fresh stuff. So this is uh, a new take on doing an MP3 player, and I'm going to have a little uh, display with your, your tape info, a little uh, cassette tape and mixed tape label on there. Um, probably going to get my uh, songs off of tiny SD cards instead of a cassette. So I've got one of our little yeah. SD card holders here, and there's a SD card reader on the back of this display. So that's to come. It's uh, like every right future sci-fi movie where they insert like the little tiny mini disc because they're like, yes. that'll be the future. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. I, it's always a cute little piece of media that you have to get yeah. across the city. Um, so what I've got is a Feather M4, and I'm using one of our i2s uh, audio decoder amplifiers to run headphone audio. Uh, you can also run it line out to powered speakers. And uh, then I'm using our little Neo key to be the transport control. So right now I just have two of our Bartle Beats songs on there. I can play, I can stop, I can go to the next song. I can go back. That's all I have on there right now. I just have the two yeah. songs. Uh, but I'll be working on this tomorrow on the live stream and hopefully starting to integrate uh, the SD, getting songs off of SD card is my next uh, mission and then the display. So this is this is fun. Then we're going to uh, collaborate with the Reese brothers to do a cute little Walkman style case for it. So you can clip it to your belt and uh, play Kate Bush songs. That's, That's right. cool. You could probably print up little tiny cassette labels for the SD cards. <laughs> yes, I won't be able to read them, but but other young no, little magnifying glass. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want Liz to do this part because I think Liz, you could probably cosplay as Kate Bush pretty well. You've got Ooh. like the flowing reddish hair. Full collaboration mode. That would be. You just hard. need you just need like a crazy dance outfit and like a hill. Okay, well we have to go to Liz next now. And, like some mores. Um, because you you've invoked it, so let's ask Liz about that. All right, Liz, you got your next project, I guess. That's great. Well, there are some hills by me, so yeah. why not? Um, so I'm just gonna switch my camera real quick. Um, so this is kind of a side project I've been working on, um, which is a quantizer for Eurorack, where basically it's going to take in random voltages to an ADC, and then it has these predetermined voltages that are like what we would perceive as set notes going out a DAC. So if I raise my volume and I turn on some notes, and then I can change the octave. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
very bleepy bloopy. Yeah. Uh, so just taking um, Turing machine output from module for random voltages, but um, I was pretty excited to be able to get that going. Um, and basically it's, as I'm pressing the buttons on the macro pad, it's amending an array um, and uh, the encoder um, either adds one or um, more to the octaves. Uh, it's Do you want one. us to show your um, other screen share? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oops. Oh, no, it's all good. Well, now you can actually talk about the code. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, basically, like all those are the voltages going out from the DAC. Um, so the random voltages are coming into the ADC, and then it's comparing them to see the random voltage, like how close it is to the predefined voltages, and then whatever ones is closer to gets sent out. And as I'm pressing the buttons, that array is changing. Um, so I was working on that last night while watching some Tuca and Birdie. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's good. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Liz. No problem. All right. You were rack, Liz. All right. I think Scott is sharing a screen. Scott has a screen. So I have a screen. Time. Okay. We're here. Uh, okay. So uh, I think I showed this before, but if you do circuitpython.local, it auto redirects. So this is the current version of the welcome page. And I think maybe I did show it last week, but we have the serial terminal now. So I'll click that and type my password in. Cool that you can see that. So now we're in the REPL. And if I hit enter. This internet REPL. It's like updating your Linksys router. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is a, a, a uses WebSockets to do a serial connection to CircuitPython. Uh, I added here these like control C, control D. So yeah. we can do that and uh, run our code.py as no, well. I love that it has a little, um, that's the uh, the top of the screen, the little gobbledygook, or is that from your code? Uh, this Wi Fi thing? No, no. In the code output, it's like it has a byte string. Is that trying to display oh, the header, or is that like from your code? No, this is me printing off like some SHA 1 computation. Uh, okay, okay. Sorry, because I know that you had it before. Uh, but I should highlight here, this is actually new in CircuitPython 8 as well. Um, this is the IP address, and this is actually set through CircuitPython. So CircuitPython will say, hey, this is the new title bar, and ah. uh, this serial viewer and like regular uh, serial terminals will also show up there as that's well. That's really handy. That's and really if handy. You display, that's what shows up, up at the top line in CircuitPython. And for the folks who might miss it, which, which CircuitPython uh, powered device is this running off of? Uh, this is a ESP32S3 USB OTG. Cool. Um, I, for a long time, had a web workflow, which is what this is, only working on boards with displays because I was testing with a board with a display. Um, but I just made a pull request today uh, that fixes that, so it should work uh, as advertised on non-display boards as well. Uh, once that's merged in, I will try on the S32. We'll try it on the ESP32, S3, and S2 TFTs feathers as well. Because that can be kind of nice because yeah. it's like you have like a little miniature display. I think I did, actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, CircuitPython Day one is here. one month from now. And what's interesting is we're up to eight. And look how far we've come. Like, this is pretty remarkable. The Look how far the hardware's come and look how far CircuitPython's come along. You can actually do something like this now. It takes a while to connect. Yeah, I mean, ding, ding. Okay. and you can see the title bar there on the screen. Yeah, it's like a full computer in there. It's All so right. cute. And maybe if I, oh, you know, screen share. You want me to go over to the screen? I'll go over to the screen. Boop. Mm, yep. 
So now at the bottom, now that I have a second device plugged in, the screen, you'll see the ESP32 TFT shows up here. So ah, I want to get to the and then you go over to that. other device, I can do that. And this is an older build. That's why it doesn't have the serial. Okay. I think you just invented hyperlinks, hyper devices. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> excited about it. Okay. Each, each web page is its own device. I love yes. class, the classic font. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like you're, you're like, welcome to CERN. This is the built-in oh, yeah. font. Oh, yeah. The, the, Blinka, the Blinka and the title bar there is the same as the favorite icon because I didn't want to have yeah. to. That's right. Okay. Well, thanks, Scott. This is cool. Yay. Thanks, Scott. All right. Next up, let's go to Brent. Hello, Brent. What you got going on? Hey, guys. Um, what was it? Like two weeks ago, Toddbot came on. He made an LED cube. So I made one, too. Ooh. Right. But I used a RP2040 Feather and then an Airlift Feather Wing. So I could also... Um, a web page for it to control uh, it. So I don't know if you can see. But yeah, uh, this is cool. Okay. No, another wireless project. Yeah. So if I Sorry, make it sparkle. Do sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. I, I'm not going to question sparkle. your commitment to sparkle motion. It's sparkly. <laughs> so that's nice. Anything for you, Lady Ada. Yes. <laughs> I demand the rainbow sparkles. Okay, this is good. Chase was great. my favorite, though. And then, um, yeah. you know, if you set a color, you can switch to blank. I got one more thing real quick. Um, I updated my clock because somebody, you know, everybody that's nice enough to share everything on show and tell, um, someone posted, I can't tell which way to go. There you go. A Wi-Fi monitor. Oh. So I put one of those on top and then on the side, I got, you know, just some temperature data, but. Yeah. That's handy. All right. Just it looks like you printed out those cases as well. Yeah. I basically took uh, Nolan Pedro's designed for the cutie pie case and then modified it so it would be um to fit a clock in it basically yeah Sweet. which um which 3d printer do you have because we were just uh printing Looks yesterday right yeah which uh, which one you, are you are using yeah uh we're using the creality uh smart pro which is like the same family um they're really good they just work smart pro yeah the new smart pro i think that's what it is yeah the cr10 no cr10 sorry Oh, okay, okay. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, you know, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it just worked. I don't know. I could sit there and watch that thing like lay down plastic for hours. It's, you know, it's really soothing, and it, it also makes a really nice sound. It is very comforting. It's a very nice sound. It's like a little, it's like a little animal. Yeah. Speaking oh, oh, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. It. Okay, thank thanks you, for coming by. Bye. Okay. All right, everybody. That is our show and tell. A lot of fun, cool projects. Thanks so much for coming by this week. Uh, we'll be doing show and tell probably next week or one of the team members will um, ask an engineer starts in just a few minutes. Thanks for making this half an hour, our favorite and best half an hour every single week when we get to show and share projects with everyone. Thank you so much. And we'll see everybody in just a few minutes. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye.